You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game this week and win $100 in free bets is another pack therapy session. Wow. I, I don't even know. Um, I, I, I thought there were moments in this game, Leah, that I actually thought the Coyotes might win. Um, and, and, and we, Tell me about we, talk, <laughs> we talked about Wedgwood a lot. We talked about Wedgwood. When's he going to start? When's he going to start? He was outstanding tonight. Uh, breakaways by, I don't know, two or three breakaways by Kirby Doc. He had Kane on a breakaway. He was solid. He was steady. He looked really good. He was the difference. He held a minute. Unfortunate that they make uh, the refs miss that call on the delayed penalty. I mean, that's literally the difference in the game. So that's too bad that it comes down to that. Um, but unfortunately, those are the breaks sometimes. I know. And let's let's just start there because I think, like you said, that was the turning point of the game. For those who maybe didn't see what happened there, can you explain? And I actually took a screenshot of your tweet where you um, circled the thing. So here it is. Yeah, and I know it's not a great picture, but... The Capabianco sticks in there. He touches the puck. There's a delayed penalty on right now. As soon as the Arizona Coyotes touch the puck, the whistle is supposed to go blow, and the Coyotes go to the penalty box and Chicago on the power play. Unfortunately, wherever the ref was standing here, he couldn't tell or couldn't see the Capabianco's stick clearly touch the puck to clear the puck out of the way of Wedgwood, and the whistle did not blow. Wedgwood at that point, if you watch him, the remainder of that clip, I think the announcers were thinking that he was upset that he got pushed or bumped. The reality was he wanted the whistle to go. Puck goes all the way down to the other end. He's upset. Puck should whistle should have blown. They come back and, you know, on the on the two on two and Debrinkath scores. Uh, unfortunately, the next step makes it even worse is the Coyotes coaching staff decides to challenge. Is that even something you can challenge? No, and and you can't. You can you can you can challenge a missed whistle, but it's only on three specific instances. It's if the puck clears and hits the netting behind the net and okay. clears the glass. Two, if there was a high sticking play where a player plays it above above his shoulders and his teammate touches the puck. So if Chicago would have high sticked it, they touch it. That's a missed whistle. The third is a hand pass in the offensive zone. All three of those instances should have created a whistle stoppage. That's not what happened here. So one, it's not challengeable because of rule definition. And unfortunately, it, as as the, the officials um, Jackson explained later, once the puck clears the blue line, all of that doesn't matter. It's all washed clean anyway. If any, Even if it would have been off the netting or a hand pass or off the stick, once it clears the blue line, it doesn't matter. So they shouldn't have made that call. What happens, luckily they didn't get scored on on that power play, but what happens on the bench in a situation like that, like there's a lot of emotion going on. And you watched Wedgwood's reaction after that goal. He's jumping up and down. He's screaming. The coaches are going like, hey, what's he upset about? So now the message is, the coach has a bunch of voices in his ear going, okay, they should have blown the whistle. Well, all he's thinking at that moment is, my goalie's upset. There should have been a whistle. 
I can challenge for a missed whistle, which he can under the instances we described. So at that point, he's thinking he can challenge. He can't. It's wrong. They get a penalty, and they sit in the box in the goal stands. So it's unfortunate that the ref missed that call. It was a bad call. Blew it. He blew the call. We should have blown that dead. Does that guarantee the Coyotes a win? Clearly not. I mean, no. they, then they would have been in the penalty box. They would have had to kill another penalty. And, and who knows the outcome of the game? Um, it's just unfortunate that it had to end like that. For as I don't want to say as well as they played, because, I, I mean, Chicago had the better of the scoring chances the entire game. The breakaways, the power plays. I thought Chicago was the better team. And be honest, they weren't very good. Yeah, that, God. The Blackhawks weren't the team I thought they were going to be. I, I expected Kirby Doc to be better. I expected Kane to be better. They weren't impressive. I, I barely noticed Seth Jones. It's it's a team we talked about being a playoff team beginning of the season. I I, I just don't see it. I know, and it and it does you know suck for fans because you know you look at the games that are winnable. So that game against Seattle that the Coyotes did win, that was a winnable game. And we saw them obviously have success. And then they played Minnesota and it just was night and day in terms of the skill level of both teams. So it's like, okay, a team like Minnesota, maybe that's not a team that the Coyotes can beat, but a team like the Blackhawks, given where they are in the standings is the battle of the two teams at the bottom of the central division. These are the games that you can look at as a Coyotes fan this year and say, okay, there's a chance to win here and it, it wasn't a blowout or anything like that but at the same time it's like really <laughs> you know and and I guess the one good thing you can say is that on the penalty that came from the challenge um failing at least the Blackhawks didn't score <laughs> because that would have been just a yeah and one of the other the things wound. though Leon we I, th- I don't think we can stress this enough like Scott Wedgwood played exceptional in this game. And if he, if not for a few saves early, we're looking at some of the other games that we've seen over the last two or three weeks. If they get down by two or three early, I don't know if they get the same offensive push that we saw up to the last minute. And honestly, Phil Kessel has a chance with two or three seconds left on the, on the clock. So I, I, I still think Wedgwood's the difference. What now can he sustain this for an entire season? Who knows? I mean, he hasn't proven that he could during his career, that he can put that many games together in the National Hockey League. So I'm not being hopeful of that. I'm just saying ride the wave while you can. And that's, you know, it's great. So I, I, but will we see Scott Wedgwood tomorrow in Nashville? Highly unlikely. Like you're going to see Caralva Melka, I would assume, tomorrow night. Wedgwood had a lot of work. I know. You'd assume he had a lot of work. He had a lot of work, and I I think he needs the break. I don't want him to get hurt. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's another positive you can take that Wedgwood did have a good performance um, tonight. He faced 29 shots, saved 27, so point nine three one save percentage, which is great. That's what you want from your goaltender. And like we said, it's if the goalie gives the team the chance to win, then the team has to do the rest. And again, it comes down to the lack of offense um, from this team. So it it, it is unfortunate. Like I said, there this was a winnable game, I think, for the Coyotes. So, for yeah, it's going to be interesting, though, Leah. Hutton's on the trip, right? Craig's Craig's touring his. Well, I can't say what Craig's doing. <laughs> we'll let Craig tell when he yeah, comes I better on. Give it away. He's, he's, he's going to write a story. By the way, he's in. He's not in Chicago. He's in no. Nashville. He's just said, I'm skipping Chicago. He's in Nashville. And he was doing an activity all day, which we'll let him explain when he comes on. He is doing uh, the post-game pressers remote tonight. So he's doing our show remote and post-game pressers remote. So we'll let well, him explain. Well, he sits in Nashville. Well, he's in Nashville. Lee, so have we'll you been to Nashville? Explain. I haven't. Have, well, you obviously have. Yeah, you can get in a lot of trouble in Nashville. I, mean, I don't think Craig Mark is getting in a lot of trouble. I mean, he but... sent us a picture of a package of Nutter Butters. So if that's <laughs> trouble yeah. for Craig Morgan, yeah. you know. <laughs> that, might, that honestly <laughs> might be Craig Morgan trouble, which is good. That's that's good. Um, but you look at a lot of comments, and I'm looking at comments about the goaltending, and it's going to be interesting because we talked about Carter Hutton. He's on the trip. He's practicing with the team. What in the hell is going to happen when he comes back? Where does Carter Hutton fit into this whole picture now? I, I can't believe we have a goaltender controversy with the last place team in the National Hockey League. They have one win and we got a goalie controversy. It's, it's amazing to me. I, I don't know what you do. How do you let Wedgwood go? Like, 
If you put him on waivers, he'll get claimed. I would think. Even Jersey but can even claim if him not, back. Like, what's he gonna do in Tucson? Yeah, well, exactly. I, I don't. I don't see the fit there because you got to play Prozvatov. I, I make it. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and again, it goes back to why did they get him in the first place? Well, I think we talked about Dubnik. Did they have? Could they fill a hole in 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 the back end? They needed something else. Carter Hutton wasn't able to pull the weight when he did play, and then he gets hurt. So I don't mind getting the goalie. It's now what? What have you created by doing this? Uh, I honestly don't know. And I think I'm expecting Kirova Melko to play better now. I, I think, you know, maybe he was getting tired. It was too, too many games in a row. I think this, he's had a few days of rest now. I expect a better game. I hope to see the, the, the Vamelka that we saw early in the season, you know, where, where he was steady and square and not so busy and sliding around as much. So that's what I hope to see tomorrow night in Nashville. And trust me, Nashville is a better team than, than Chicago is. They're going to need solid goaltending tomorrow. And I, they're going to have to find their legs. I didn't think they were incredibly quick tonight. I didn't think their transition game was there. I didn't see any speed out of the, you know, the, other than Kraus, um, which was a broken record for us, his his effort was clearly there. Um, they're going to have to find a, another gear tomorrow. They're going to have to be faster. I know. I mean, somebody said here maybe they should just carry three goalies. I don't know if you can. You can. You can. You can have 23 players on your roster. Okay, so it would just they'd have to sacrifice another position somewhere that is correct so you can it's most teams don't because it's a financial thing you have to pay all of them in an nhl salary so very unlikely that they would carry three you could do it for a short period of time i know um recently they'd have ranta hill and kemper uh, prior to the covid year where you always had three but prior to that they did have three at times especially when a guy's coming off injury so in hutton's Coming back from his injury, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept three for a few games just to make sure that that Carter Hunton is healthy and can continue to play. Well, there wasn't much offense in this game, but the one piece of offense did come from Andrew Ladd in his a game against his former team, one of his former teams. And, you know, we thought Wedgwood played really well, but we thought we'd uh, mix it up a little bit tonight. So we... Uh, had Andrew Ladd as our DraftKings king of the game. One goal, <laughs> 14.08 time on ice. I mean, there wasn't really much stats to pull from this game. Uh, nothing too impressive overall, but, you know. Yeah, and we should have, like, <laughs> we, you know, we should keep tally, Leah, on who, like, you should get a point for every time you're the king of the game. And then we, should, we should. should keep a scoreboard on who, because that's Ladd's second time, I believe. I think it right? is. We've had Gosses Bear twice. We've had Lad twice. We've had Vemelka multiple times. Yeah. It, it we is should start keeping track. It is interesting. Somebody's going to have to do work then. Interesting so to I know see Shane's out. Interesting to see who's uh, who's trending because I remember there was a stretch where it was Keller a lot. And now it's like Keller hasn't even been in contention for a while. So just interesting to see how that all ebbs and flows too. A lot of comments on Keller tonight during the game in the Discord um, about his lack of offenses and his lack – the same thing we've talked about with him over and over again, his inability to get to the net to create scoring opportunities. Um, if he's not getting shots from the outside on the power play, he's not generating offense. And it's something that's been a problem for him. <laughs> Chris <laughs> says you're the king of every game. Petey. I'm pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure Shane did Shane type that. That's, no, that's Shane's not no, in the room. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously. Little... Shane's not there. No, he's not there. I'm producing. <laughs> wow. He was You're doing here. Like all the heavy lifting. And by the way, why are you in studio? You make me feel guilty. So I'm in studio because there were a lot of shows tonight. And for those who don't know, I'm also a producer here at PHNX. So I was producing the Cardinals show tonight. Um, I actually watched the first period while producing their show. And at that point, I just didn't want to drive home. So, oh, did you just crack something open? I did. I okay. did. I forgot. Okay. Okay. Well, this is actually a perfect time for me to say. So... There are some awesome people at Grand Canyon Brewing. And when you um, get back to Leah, just get back to Will's comment after that. Will Lane. Oh, okay, Sorry. we'll come back. Uh, we'll Sorry, talk Will. about, th- we'll talk Sorry, about this. So um, so Kevin from Grand Canyon Brewing, fan of the program, he sent us a care package. Okay. And today we got two boxes full of beer from Grand Canyon Brewing. And right here. <laughs> yeah. I have the prickly pear wheat ale, 
Grand Canyon Brewing, and I've never had it before, and I'm super excited. Um, I put all of our beers in the fridge. I put a giant note. Please do not drink because in this office, it is fair game. If there is beer in the fridge, you may never see it again. But this beer, we want to enjoy the Coyotes crew. There's a growler just for Craig. If anyone touches that, they're they're over. So thank you, thank you again to Grand Canyon Brewing Company for this amazing care package. Woo. Thanks, Kevin. I'm gonna try this. <laughs> this is this is stunning radio right now. So the audio only. This is the SMR is killer. <laughs> See, and then as Very that's good. now I'm. How does this happen when I'm not in studio, Leah? How, I, I thought that because we both. See, maybe if I was home, the Coyotes would have won because the one time the Coyotes yes. won was when you and I did a post game, both from our houses. It was a close game. You're at home. I'm in the studio. It was close. But I wonder if I was home. If uh, Maybe that was the difference. So maybe we can blame you. Part yeah, of the we'll, post game media. We'll blame me. We'll blame it's me. A, so, you know what? I, I don't want to be hard on this team. It, it, you know, they've got one win through. Is that 13 tonight? Was that the 13th no, that was, game? That was the 14th game. 14th. <sighs> I mean, I I don't want to be harsh. That that wasn't a very exciting hockey game. Like for the score, what the score was were exciting. It just wasn't the pace. And I didn't didn't feel like the games when they were out east, not eastern swing with Carolina, Florida, that they were playing faster. Like it was a faster game. I just had this feeling tonight that it just, there was no pace to this game. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It was yeah. It just didn't seem like I, I. I know there were a few breakaways for Chicago, but even Chicago didn't seem like they had their. You know, flip the channel and watch one of the other games that was around the league tonight. And you're just like, oh my gosh, same league. Like it was just there's just so much more speed in the other games. I don't know. Maybe bad bad ice. I I I really don't know. But they're gonna have to find their legs the rest of this trip because if they play like this, tomorrow will be different. Oh, boy. That's a big, heavy, fast team that does a lot of things right. Um, the good news is you'd figure if the goaltending, they'll go corral tomorrow, and 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 hopefully he he gets back to where he was a few weeks ago, and then then you you flip a coin to see who plays on Tuesday. Thanks, I know. Karen. Someone said to feel better. I think I'm going to go back to an old show just to listen to Petey's manscape breeze. <laughs> the good, yeah, I, I'm protesting right now. I haven't trimmed my beard since the manscape read stopped i know you can't tell yet but it's it's, <laughs> it's time i'm starting to feel really old so i'm debating on what i'm gonna trim oh my, my beard God. someone also said pd 2024 oh. and See, um he's zachary's got the where's waldo i look for that oh. for halloween this year i wanted the where's waldo couldn't find it Okay, Karen Karen came in, Uh-oh. said, rebuild reminder. This is a great time. And this is why we came up with this button, okay? Because Erin is not here, yeah. but she is here. So. Rebuild reminder. Fancy. Fantastic. There it is. Fantastic. Let's, let's do it one more time with the graphic. Rebuild reminder. <laughs> It's so good. I, I just, I don't understand this whole Craig thing. So Craig gets back to his hotel so he can be on the show and then he's not on the show. I don't get it. I don't know. I just don't understand. He, no, he texted, he did text us. He said, um, Galley and Capo are done just waiting on Andre. We didn't talk about the fact that yes, Gal- Galchenyuk and Capo Bianco made, oh, there he is, that Galchenyuk and Capo Bianco made their season debuts tonight. So, uh, yeah. And you know what? I guess earlier in the Discord, I was talking about, you know, that hopefully this can help add to their offense. I mean, realistically, neither one of those guys have, have played the entire season. I, you can't expect them to contribute offensively or be a part of the game. You just want to get, you want to get them through the game without getting re-injured and you want them just to get their feet underneath them, you know, get some minutes and not, not cause any serious problems the other way. And I think they both got through and did that. I don't think Galchenyuk didn't well, wow me. Capo he only played, had an assist on the lad goal. I, I thought he, of the two, he played better. I think he had played yeah. tougher minutes. Galley, I think it's probably going to take him a while, you know, to ease back into the lineup because of the kind of player he is. I mean, he's yeah. an offensive, quick, speedy player, and it's going to take him a few few games to get that going. For sure. All right, let's bring in Craig. Craig calls. What's the song? Craig calls. Craig calls. Craig calls. Craig it's calls. Craig. It's Craig. Craig. There he is. Greetings from Nashville. 
Hello. <laughs> Is that the crowd in the back at Tootsie's? <laughs> <laughs> I swear see, if I was you there. Look at, you can see my kitchenette back here. Look at I, that. I have to say, Craig, I probably would be at Tootsie's if I was there. So good on you for, well, for making I went, it back home. I went to another good place tonight, Petey. So we didn't give it away. We didn't yeah. give it away. We were going to allow you. you to tell the people what you were. Or not to. tell. Are you not telling? I can tell them now. I, I went to Love and Exile Winery tonight. Uh, it's uh, an urban winery that in which Carter Hutton is a partner, a business partner. I spoke to his business partner at length. Uh, it lasted a lot longer than I thought it would tonight. And <laughs> let's just say we sampled a lot of the products. <laughs> it was a good night. Well, that's a good reporting, right, Craig? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. I felt no obligated to do it. Yes. If you're gonna write the story, but I, well, Craig, well, it, I was I would try to usually like, at this point of the show, I give you a recap of what we've talked about, but we really haven't talked about much. We spent some time talking about the the missed uh, the official missing the touch and not blowing his whistle. The subsequent goal, subsequent challenge, fail challenge, and really, I I, I thought the overall game. I thought it was. Maybe slow. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't a lot there. So I'm curious to see what you got from the post games. Yeah, I, Andre Turney wasn't all that impressive. That they were sort of disjointed tonight. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about what the the guys that came into the lineup tonight gave them in Capo Bianco and and Alex Gelchenia. Capo Bianco had an assist, but as he said himself, I didn't really do much. Uh, Andrew Ladd did all the work on that. So it's one of those where you give the puck to a guy and he does all the work and scores. I thought Capo was actually okay tonight. Um, I was uh, I was wondering what either of them would able be able to bring because they haven't had a lot of practice time with the team. Capo Bianco's been out a really long time. So has Gelchenyuk, actually. And I asked Andre if he actually... If, if he has hesitated to even put them in the lineup with so little practice time, he said there was discussion about it. But when you look at their schedule, and this is classic of the NHL, he's like, if we wait for them to get three, four practices, we may have to wait a month because the schedule is just so insane. So, you know, yeah, it was part of the discussion, but we figure we throw them in because it's just not going to get any better anytime soon. I didn't yeah, think I, either one of them hurt them tonight. I'll say that. And that's exactly what we said. You got to get through the game without them hurting you. The other question, though, and you talked about Carter Hutton already. He's on the trip. Do they anticipate him getting a chance to play, or is he just practicing, or where is he at? Do you know? I don't think he's quite ready yet. You know, I, I'm wondering about this one, PD. Actually, I'm wondering if Carter Hutton is fully healthy, even from that ankle surgery that he had in the off season. I'm not sure this guy is right right now and he may be forcing it a little bit just to get this opportunity it's probably something that they're discussing right now but I'm I'm not sure he's fully healthy it may be a, a situation where he wants to try and get back for the team but we'll see how this goes did you get a chance to ask the head coach about the challenge yeah we did ask about it and he basically said the same thing you did look you know what the rule is you guys already explained that it's just it was missed initially and then once it leaves the zone you can't challenge the play anymore yeah, so he knew that it's just it's just just emotions, and that clearly sure. takes over. And I know it's we're sitting at home watching on TV on a couch, and our emotions aren't the same as they are in in a, in a packed United Center with everybody yelling and screaming. It's much different. It's much more difficult. You're you're frustrated. You're angry that there was no call. Is that Shane? Shane, Shane is back. I oh, see hands. Oh, he's back. He, work, work, work. Okay, hey, Craig. Craig. Um, I'm drinking my Grand Canyon Brewing. Prickly pear wheat ale. Yeah, from and Kevin. Somebody in the chat really wants to make sure that I don't forget to let you know that the growler is here full of Hefeweizen, which I know you are stoked and about. And whose whose growler is that? Um, that is Craig's My I, growler. Craig, and I already said I put a giant note in the fridge. Do not drink. Oh yeah, that'll stop the people on our staff. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say exactly. They'll do the opposite. They might as well just put drink me on it. <laughs> we need to bring PHNX in our studios. own cooler with right. a padlock right. or something. Also, Aaron's in the chat. Miss you guys. Oh, we miss well, you too. Aaron. Is Aaron on the road right now? She's in is Minnesota. She, she went back to Mini. Do you know it's like a big snowstorm in Mini? Oh yeah, big I saw that. Two that's feet. That's right. Up in Bemidji, my hometown. Two Bemidji. feet this weekend. You just like Minnesota. Word, don't you? I do, and the Beavers are coming into town next weekend. Bemidji State Beavers coming in to, to face your ASU Sun Devils at Ocean yeah, Side ASU Arena. ASU dropped a tough one tonight. ASU played well at Quinnipiac. Yeah, they, they scored two goals in the first period. First team to score twice against uh, Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Yeah. I could not pronounce it. Quinnipiac Craig, in, in the first period. Leah, do we know what our? I, I, I probably should know this, but I don't. What is the Coyote schedule next weekend? 
next weekend. Friday, Saturday, do we know? Um, well, it's I'll on, pull it up right now. You can pull it up, yeah. Um, can we spare that growler, by the way, with some sort of like uh, drug? <laughs> so like people touch it, they just pass out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, did I say that? Oh, God. Moderately aggressive. <laughs> I guess we're live here. Yeah. Craig, yeah, nothing, little... when you're on the road, so it's it's a free-for-all. That's right. I'll just office. dust it for fingerprints. Yeah, he's got – little do we know he's got an Uber out front right now of his Airbnb <laughs> heading back down to Legends and Tootsies in the stage. Yes, All, right. All right, coming up next week, uh, so St. Louis Tuesday, Columbus at home Thursday, Detroit at home Saturday, L.A. on the Friday road night. Sunday. So Friday night, Craig, are we going to watch the Beavers NASU on Friday? We should. We should. We should. That's so fun. Yeah. Have you, you that press box? I, yes, yes oh, I have. No, I have, I have been. I was in that press box one time for like two minutes, and I got kicked out because I was a U of A employee. Wow! Let's see that if you can get us up there. That was for ACHA. Craig. That was for an ACHA game, but wow. uh, that's a that's a crazy press box. It's bizarre. It's right it over is. the benches. It moves. So, yeah. You can hear not, everything that's coming. I'm not a fan benches. of it, and I do mean everything. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not going to matter for much longer when they move into the swanky new arena. But that that it, it's a it's a cool vibe there. Yeah, PD, we should definitely go. Yeah, um, and Leah's welcome this. too, but she's probably got to work. Andrew, and this. I know Andrew, Andrew says Detroit's the possible win. Andrew thinks that the Coyotes could win because he already said earlier that he put a hundred dollars on the Predators tomorrow on draft. Andrew is moderately wow. pessimistic, and I will say this: as as Leah gets ready to to get prepared for her DraftKings wow, sportsbook you app know read, so well. <laughs> if if those of you that follow sports gambling know that the game tonight was. Uh, Chicago minus one and a half, which means they need to win by two. So when they shoot at an empty <laughs> net with three seconds to go and miss, it affects a lot of people. That's all I'll say. The, Craig. Are you one of those people? I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say <laughs> that that makes a big difference if that puck goes in or not to some people. I would guess Andrew is one of them. Well, yeah, it's so funny because uh, the sun show, the Suns post game show here at PHNX had just gotten out right when the Coyotes game was ending, and Saul and Espo were watching it with me. And we, you saw the player, the Blackhawks player, miss the empty net right, right at the end. And the first thing Espo said was, "Oh, that sucks for the puck line betters." <laughs> so, <laughs> man, but just goes to show there's a ton of stuff on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that you can bet on. And this week. At the DraftKings Sportsbook app, if you bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game, which that's a given, you can win $100 in free bets. Um, DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Super easy to use. PD's a big fan. Shane, who just covered the camera with his beer, he's a big fan, host of our daily bet show five days a week. So be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up using that code PHNX, bet a dollar on either team in an NBA game to score, and you'll win $100 in free bets. That's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Yeah, and, and, and Lee, I'm just going through the comments, and there's two comments right in a row talking about Galchenyuk's line mates and, and where he was in the lineup. The reality is it's his first game of the season. He's gonna have to. He's got to work his way into more minutes. He's not ready to to keep up the pace with Keller and Krause. He's not there yet. He's got to get some, give him a couple games to play, get the feel out of his hands back, um, get that game speed back, and, and he'll clearly move up the lineup. It just wasn't going to be tonight. For sure, um, Craig, were you surprised to see Galchenyuk and Capo Bianco back tonight, or were you kind of expecting that? No, I mean, I wouldn't say either. Uh, I wasn't a surprise. I knew they were working their way back. I figured it would happen soon. I just didn't know if they would want to get them in more practices. But as I said earlier, Andre sort of explained that there's just the NHL schedule just does not allow you a lot of practice time. And this is a this is a point that I emphasize over and over with fans who want to see some of the prospects up there. Let, let them come up to the NHL and, you know, Learn the game up here. The problem with the NHL schedule is that you don't have those set days for practice. You don't have the video time. You don't have the off-ice time. The NHL is not a developmental league, and this is what we mean when we say that. There simply is no time to focus on much else other than the games and winning. In the AHL, you have all that structured time where you can work on different parts of somebody's game and help them 
come along. You just can't do that here. So when people say they want to see the prospects up here, just bring them up. I'd rather see them than some of the people they have in the lineup. No, you, you need to develop those guys. You need to bring their games along and make sure that when they arrive in the NHL, they're actually ready to play in the NHL. Definitely. Well, one thing we didn't do yet was uh, pull up Petey's keys oh, that shit. we uh, <laughs> we released Uh-oh. earlier today. <laughs> uh, let's see how the Coyotes Wait, did. Here's, here's the problem with the keys to the game. They're two words, but I, they're like, I need to talk five minutes on each key when I send it out on Twitter. Because when I when I talk about containing Kane, he did get two points in it, but that's not what I meant. What, what, there's two things that Kane does. Well, he does what we call climbing the wall. I sent a tweet on it later where he climbs up from the corner and he climbs up towards the defenseman, gets to the top of circle, and he has three or four options. He's incredibly dangerous from there. You have to stop him from that spot and when he winds it up through the neutral zone. That's where you had to stop Kane, and they did that. Um, take advantage of Jones. He's up in the play more. He's down around the net. You can turn it and go the other way and get odd man rushes. One, Jones wasn't a factor tonight. That, so they eliminated that. So they did both of those things. And Wedgie, clearly with his, I don't mean, know, four or five breakaways, either he forced them to miss the net, one post, but he played outstanding. I have to say, I have to give the Coyotes a passing grade on all three keys to wow. the game. It, it really came down to an unfortunate whistle call by the linesman that makes the difference in the game. Yeah. What what has happened to Seth Jones, by the way? I, I don't, two, two years ago, I thought he was – just skyrocketing towards stardom. And now Craig, I don't know. Like I yeah. saw him play early in the year. I saw Chicago play one of the, you know, one of their second or third games of the year. And he was, he was noticeable. Like he, he skated well. He was up on every rush. He was, he carried the game. And tonight, honestly, barely noticed him tonight. I agree. So I don't know if, the, I don't know. Man, this is going to sound preaching. I don't know if the black cloud around this organization right now has lifted yet. And it's it's a hard place to play, practice, be around, talk to the media around, and and you can say what you want. That makes a difference on how you play on the ice. There's so many things away from the ice that are causing problems on the ice. I don't know. I the change in coach and GM and all of these changes. Can they get past it and through it? Maybe, yeah. maybe not though. It's a it's an issue for this team for for sure. But with Seth Jones in particular, he wasn't even that good last year. It's I don't know what has happened to his game. And they gave him a lot of money, which looks like – does anybody have the cowbell? Oh, <laughs> yes, I brought it home with me. Like, like a, yeah, because I know you love the He's cowbell. Running. Yeah, He's I bring running. the cowbell home with me on the he, weekends. He has like a nervous tick from the Can't cowbell. Can't stand – that thing's going to – how did that end up missing last time? Did Luke hide it? Oh. Yeah, we lost yeah. The, yeah, the old cowbell is probably still at, at the old studio, so we had to buy a new one. Good grief. This <laughs> one's louder, though. I will say this one is it's very loud. loud. Yeah. I have, you know what else I have oh, at home? No, it is in this room. Oh, is, is it in there? You it is. It it is all this time. running out of the room. All you have to do is get up and ring that bell. <laughs> it's right know. there. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Great. We can't move I, now, Lily. Oh, there wow. it is. Yeah, there wow. it is. God, is that, that, that is? Home? I have a ship's captain's bell at home. <laughs> I brought that into the show one time. It is so loud. It, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it just overpowers the microphones. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. I think when we saw Seth Jones and Marc-Andre Fleury and all the moves the Blackhawks made this summer, like it, it, something that they said on 32 Thoughts was like over the summer was like they could not – they said, I don't know what the identity of this team is going to be. And in my head, I thought like they have to be a winning team. I didn't know if they'd be a playoff team, maybe like a wild card team or a bubble team. Didn't expect, didn't expect them to be where they are now. So, I said this in the preview for the season. There, were, I, I didn't see a wilder uh, array of thoughts on any team in the NHL than I saw in the Blackhawks. There were some people that were certain that they were going to be a playoff team, even contending for the division title, which I thought was insane. And then there were people on the other end saying, this is going to be an awful team. Well, right now, the people on that end of the spectrum look like they're right because – this pretty much is an awful team. Uh, you know, they beat the Coyotes tonight, but they're they're still near the bottom of the standings. And yet, they have a seven-point lead on the Coyotes now. In yes. The, in the and, actually, right. and actually, on that note, uh, Craig, you sent in the uh, the standings. Let's, let's pull them up right there here. There it is. Look at that. <laughs> Blackhawks not even in the picture anymore. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, Arizona did. has quite a lead on the – 
Those are the teams that I think are going to be in it, guys. I really think it's these four teams right here that are going to be in the race. It's it's tank watch. It's tank watch. I guess when you do that, Craig, the only I mean, that's the Arizona Coyotes are on the top. So I mean, it gives maybe something, some positive as I get ready for bed tonight that the Coyotes are on top of something. I don't like you're ready for bed right I now. Like, I like the idea of flipping the standings that way. So it does look like the Coyotes are winning. Get Arnold like on that. that one. I like that. I, I like that uh, idea that you have going on there. A lot of a lot of line changes tonight too. They jumbled up the players. I think it was mostly to accommodate Galchenyuk's return to the lineup. Um, I don't know if we'll see changes tomorrow. I'd be surprised if we didn't. I don't know if I thought saw the chemistry throughout this four line group. Um, from what we've seen previously to this. So I wouldn't be surprised if they made some changes. Um, I guess you'll have to wait and see how everybody feels in the morning. Does Galchenyuk feel good enough tomorrow? Um, does he go uh, back-to-back games? Does Lad go back-to-back? I mean, Lad, Lad's a guy that sat out the last back-to-back. You know, we talked about his age, and, and maybe he doesn't play back-to-back. So I wouldn't be surprised if they made changes. He's tied for second on the team in scoring right now. Maybe they can't afford to pick. Oh, my God. Lineup, and right? then it's so funny because when I saw Gosses Bear, he got high-sticked. But, like, you don't really see it in the moment. So I just see him down. I was like, no, not our leading point scorer, Shane Gosses Bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Stressful. Out of curiosity, uh, did you guys happen to see the Christian Fisher story I posted today? I, I did. Because I, uh, I do. What think have, of that one? To go phnx.com where everyone can read oh, that story. Oh, there it is. Go ahead, Leah. There's there's the there's the read. You didn't even know. You didn't even know you were introducing the PHNX I did. read. Well, if you want to read Craig's story on Christian Fisher, you can become a member at gophnx.com. Um, sign up for the annual membership. You get a shirt with that. Um, there's a lot of great shirts in the PHNX locker. Members, you get uh, deals of the week. Right now, the deal of the week is you can buy any Suns shirt and get another one free. I mean, the, how many games have the Suns won in a row? Six or seven? Seven? Seven after tonight. They were having a lot of fun in their post-game show. Way more fun than us. Uh, and and but, yet, more Coyotes shirts have still been sold, I'm just saying. And yet, more Coyotes shirts that? have been sold by triple, I think, mm-hmm. is what they said this week. Um, so, And I think they're all in Craig's garage, but that's okay. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what? I, I, I Craig, I'll just tell you this. After you write the article on Christian Fisher and his opportunities that he needs to play to put up more numbers and all the things that he wants to do, of the 18 skaters that played tonight, did you see who had the lowest ice time? Hmm. Christian Fisher. Yeah. So maybe maybe Andre Turnier read your article and said, Okay, let's let's see what I can do about that. Because <laughs> um, it clearly did not help. I, I don't get it. I honestly don't get that one. I when I when I analyze it, I don't understand why he's getting less ice time than some of the guys that I mentioned in that story. Some of these guys who don't factor into your future at all. And listen, I don't know what they have planned for Christian Fisher. He's an RFA this offseason. Maybe they're planning on moving on from him. Maybe they're just thinking, hey, we won't have to pay him a lot because we're not giving him opportunities to produce. But I don't get the usage of Christian Fisher in particular. I, I don't agree with that. I'll just go ahead and say it. I don't agree with the usage for him so far. Yeah, but we've said that about other positions too. We've said that about the goaltending. We've talked about chickering on the power play. Like, I guess that's part of what a show like this provides. It provides you the outlet to say, well, what if or why? Clearly, the coaches have different different thoughts. They talk about it a lot longer, and heck, their jobs are on the line for it. So I can't argue with the decisions they make. But when we watch from the outside looking in, you look at a player like Kristen Fisher who – uh, by all accounts is is a leader inside the room um i'm surprised that he hasn't had more of an opportunity to play he was on the score sheet um early in the season so it's, i i i don't know exactly what and why he is not getting a bigger role at times i mean even if it doesn't have to be an every game thing. Maybe it's not like they're they're tearing up the league right now and you can't jumble the lines up. I, you know, it's like they're on a five-game winning streak. Like, try something. Put, put Fisher with Keller. Why, why not? Try yeah. something different. So, yeah, I, I am moderately surprised that, that we're not seeing a, a little bit more of a variety in who's playing with who. There hasn't been that chemistry. I know 
early with Schmaltz, you know, maybe when Schmaltz comes back, they have to readdress it, but he's not close. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would think a guy like Fisher, well, why not give him a try? We're not generating offense any other way. So why not? Yeah. And when you look at it in years past, you could say, okay, there are guys that you, you probably want to play ahead of Christian Fisher, but like on the flip side of the coin here, I don't, and, and this is not a personal assessment. It's just looking at what he's given on the ice. I don't understand the fascination with Dmitry Ashkin right now. I don't know what he's giving this team. Other than the fact that they're paying him a lot of money, I don't, I don't know what he's giving the team right now. Yeah, we've talked about him a lot uh, on on his lack of production and the expectations coming out of MVP-type seasons in the K. Um, he, he, he surely hasn't translated that into the NHL this season so far. I mean, he's a healthy scratch tonight. Um I don't know. I would I would assume he gets in the lineup tomorrow because they're a back to back, and you want to get some fresh legs in. Yeah, but you're yeah, right. He was I, out of the lineup tonight, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see him being a big factor, and you're right. He hasn't earned it. Yeah. But really, Craig, who has? Like really, like who who's lights out offensively for this team that hasn't that you have to go? Oh, I have to get this guy more ice time. Like really. Well, at least you look at guys who are maybe are, are impacting it in some way, right? I, I think you can say that for Lawson Kraus, by and large. Clayton Keller had a pretty good start. He's a guy that you got to have on the ice on this team. And I think Christian Fisher is one of those guys. I think there's a, a large group of guys where you're just like, eh, he's just a guy. He's just there. And that's, I mean, again, by design with a lot of these guys. But there are a bunch of guys in this lineup that aren't really making an impact in any way and yet, they're getting more minutes than Christian Fisher. Yeah. Did you, can you put Harold's comment back up there, Leah? I have to go get my dictionary. Multisyllabic words like this. This is impressive. <laughs> this late at night. So is that where you're the struggling? Massive perplexity. <laughs> the massive perplexity. Wait, let me put my glasses on. I know. Again, <laughs> there you are, Harold. Where are you? I'm not going to do this every show, Craig. If you can't see, put on your put on your glasses. No, I have to see for it. Why? Why do you're, I have to see? Is your wife watching? Like, is it that big a deal? Do I have to see you? Oh my God! Good you Lord. Petey, are you, you going to grow your beard out like Liam Liam O'Brien? Is that what you're? I wish again? I could. I okay. wish I got. I'm looking really old. <laughs> Wow, Where'd Craig go? <laughs> oh, it's Clark Kent. That oh, was clever. That's right. That was yeah. clever. Where did Clark go? Kent. These guys are smart. These guys are smart and clever and on top there of There it all. is, right there. It all caps. Clark Kent. He's Clark yeah. Kent. So you put the glasses on. You're Clark Kent. Can't oh recognize him. Where, Cra- where did Craig go? Oh my god! That's the line of the day. Where'd Craig go? I love it. <laughs> Where's Craig? Just. <laughs> Just like what we were saying the whole first 20 minutes before you got here. Where's How's the beer? How's the beer? <laughs> I don't get any. I was How's not at the, the studio. Oh, you stayed home. That's right. Leah's working and you're, you yes. know, you're. The beer studio. is very good. In fairness to me, Leah, Leah said she was going to do this from home. Like, it, I don't live next door to the studio. I can't just, I am beer. See, this is even more. <laughs> I think she might have done it just for the beer. And good honor for that. <laughs> hey, I was the one who ripped open the packages with my hands. What are you drinking, Leah? I'm drinking prickly pear wheat ale. It's delicious. Okay. Um. All right. I'm putting you on the spot, Petey. Do you have a DraftKings pick of the week? Oh, it- we have. We need one. <laughs> Hold on, please. Let's let's get one. Let's get a graph DraftKings pick <laughs> of the week. At, Talk about something for thirty seconds, Leah. Look at these theatrics. Oh, yeah, this plan. Watching? We didn't have uh, a plan. No, no, we didn't. So I got to go to to Saturday. Who do we got? Oh, oh t- there, there's an easy one. Oh, that might be good. Put Craig on a milk carton. <laughs> How about this? The Battle of Florida tomorrow. Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning. Where is it? It's in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a favored by goal and a half over the Florida Panthers. I'm taking the Florida Panthers plus one and a half in Tampa. All right. And that's your DraftKings pick of the week, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I, I am like taking it. the Florida Panthers plus one and a half in Tampa. I like it. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one. I'm wearing my DraftKings sweater. I am wearing a PHNX shirt under this all day. I was planning to wear it on the show, but this studio is just so too cold. Freaking cold. I can't do it. I can't do I it. It's too but, cold. But uh, they provided Any- us with our DraftKings hoodies. So I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about it. Craig, thoughts on tomorrow's Nashville Predator tilt? They're getting um, the night off. They're not, you know, so Nashville's sitting at home waiting. Kyrie's are coming in. 
um, won't be there for a couple hours. Um, what do you think? The winery is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I su- In fact, I have been told by sources that the Coyotes may be going to this winery tomorrow night. At least some of them. I think Carter will be there. So. Tomorrow night or on Sunday? Uh, tomorrow night post game tomorrow night post game maybe yeah. how far from well, downtown hopefully they're in a it's good not far at all. It's, win. It's, it's like five ten minutes from downtown oh, it's okay. in, so it's in very east far. nashville which apparently is the hip new area there's all kinds of stuff a crazy story with this place by the way they had a tornado blow through like just a few days before covid hit and like ripped through this street and like took away a bunch of the uh winery this will all be in my story but they're they're doing okay again. They're coming back, and and like I said, it's it's, it's a really really cool space. I really liked uh, meeting Carter Hutton's business partner tonight. And that'll be a fun story that's going to be up on the site on Sunday. Yeah, and you're looking at a team that a lot of our fans are going to recognize the names from the the playoffs in the bubble a couple of years ago. Duchesne's back, having a great year. He's got eight goals already. Roman Yossi's having a great year with twelve points. Ryan Johansson, Philip Philip Forsberg, Michael Granlund. Like it's a list of names that. If you've been around this Coyotes team for a couple of years, you're going to recognize a lot of these guys, and they're all there. Um, Saros has been playing well. He's got a two, 228 goals against yeah. average. It's a good hockey team right now. I'm surprised by this team. I, I thought Chicago and Nashville would be switched where they are right now. Uh, Nashville's 8-5-1 and one going into this game tomorrow. I mean, I really thought they would be at the bottom of this division alongside the Coyotes. So, I mean, I know it's still early in early in the season, but this team's been a surprise for me. But good for them. Craig, I got it. Okay, Leah. Before we go on, I know we're winding down. Did you see Andrew's last comment? Not the very last one. If he writes a story about a winery, yeah, it's all, all of a sudden, sudden it's a business. business Brilliant. Yeah, that's right. Wait, here's, here's another expose on Tootsie's. Here, here's that's another how this works, Andrew. Here's another good comment. I like this one. If the Coyotes win by two tomorrow, Craig should have a Superman shirt underneath his suit. I actually, I wish Halloween were tomorrow because I, I, I would love to see the glasses come off and the Clark Cannon. That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. You are never going to see me ripping clothing off those. So <laughs> I just want to say that right Seriously? Now. Yeah. Seriously, Nobody Craig? Nobody wants to see that. Buddy. Nobody. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy, that's my favorite thing PD says. Buddy, <laughs> look, PD's talking Andrew into increasing his bets. Yeah, I, I, I that 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 it's going to be one and a half. It's going to be one and a half, and I, I it's going to be hard to stay away from the one and a half tomorrow. Um, well, any other thoughts on tonight's game? I mean. I feel it's like one I thought they'd win. Them. We had this. We had it circled on the calendar, and I thought this I, was a winnable game. And you know what? They played like it. It was yep. winnable. Yep. Right. My thought is we're one closer to eighty-two. I like Agreed. your attitude. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you and you know what? Wait till In we get terms the, of talking about break. talking about the tank Buffalo Edmonton tonight. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Right. Look at crazy. That. There are not many teams close to the Coyotes anymore, guys. So they, we've talked about this, PD. Like you, you get that ten-point spread, you're not coming back against a team that has a ten-point lead on you. So yeah, that, that's a that's a lot of points. I mean, you got to think of that. You get a ten-point lead on the Coyotes. That's five games. That's a, that's a man. That's that's a lot. That's a that's a big hill to climb at ten points, and we're we're almost to American Thanksgiving, and that's usually a point where you start looking at where teams are slotted for playoff positions. Obviously, that's never been a reality for the coyotes, but again, the tank season is in full effect. They're doing exactly what they wanted to do. And there's no one close right now. And if you're having a hard time watching the coyotes, just go ahead and uh, just keep an eye on the OHL, you know, see what Shane Wright is up to there. If you just want to, how about Gunther? Yeah. Gunther has been on fire up in Edmonton. So we've been uh, trying to keep it light on the PHNX coyotes, Twitter account retweeting the whl all this week to see some some goals we just have to remember that the future is bright and here is uh we're just paying the our opposite. dues now here is yeah. the opposite we'll see here is the darkness <laughs> should i turn off my light right now yes turn it off yeah. we can just yeah. see your uh, fl- weird microwave behind you <laughs> so what do we have tomorrow craig are you going to be there the whole show part of the show i guess you got to go to the game again yeah i kind of got to cover the game pd so you know some of us won't be in the home studio. Some of us will be, you know, in another I city. I will be back. I okay. will be back in studio tomorrow. Can we tell oh, them what so else is happening, beer. Leah? 
Well, Can we tell him, Leah? What do you have planned? So I will not be here tomorrow, actually. Aaron what? will be- so Aaron, yeah. so Aaron will be back from Minnesota. It was a quick trip to Minnesota for her. Um, she will be hosting the show with PD tomorrow. I will not be here tomorrow because I have had concert tickets for two years because a pan- the pandemic moved it, the show, and I was the show is Harry Abba? Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles. What did you say, PD? I said ABBA. I was just taking a <laughs> I would I would love to see an ABBA show. Harry Styles. Would you buy the tickets when you were 16? Like Harry Styles. <laughs> really? Wow. Listen, he's a heartthrob. And did you see the picture of him? He's a heartthrob. Did you just say that? Oh, yeah. boy. On the cover of this, this the latest issue of Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see the picture of Harry Styles golfing with the Carolina Hurricanes players? I uh, don't miss that one. <laughs> I, I, I was not in my Twitter feed. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Seriously, Leah? We're going to see Harry Styles, but that's what we're doing. We're missing a show for Harry Styles. <laughs> it's at Gila River Arena, so it's like I'm there. The solo sensation from One Direction. Right. <laughs> <sighs> well, if the Coyotes win tomorrow, just thank, thank everyone can thank me that I didn't watch the game somehow. I, I feel like that. Oh, look. Karen saw the tweet. Thank you, Karen. I feel validated. <laughs> it was it was a big thing on Twitter. You will be missed, Leah. Yes. So uh Petey and Aaron will be back tomorrow night for the post-game show. Um, after the Nashville game. I will be back next week on Tuesday for that post-game show. We'll we'll discuss our schedule for the following week, but we will see if the Kennedys can uh, pull out a win on this central division swing. Or we'll just talk hockey. That's or fine. we'll just, you know, more pack therapy. I think we're used yeah, to it at fine. this point. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thrilled people keep coming back. Like that, there's people here listening to us. Can't. I'm seriously stunned. <laughs> yes, thank you, all of you. Karen, Karen caught the tiger beat. Leah doesn't even know what tiger beat is. Yes, I do. I used to read it. Tiger yeah, let's like, look at Karen say we're dating ourselves. Like a, that's a shock to anyone. As she digs point. out the cardboard box from underneath her bed, Karen. Oh my god, J14 tiger <laughs> beat. That was my jam. Um, Zachary exactly. says if the Yotes lose, we blame Harry Styles. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough, Zachary. All right. Well, on that note, I think we should uh, wrap it up. We we should all go to bed. We all have big days ahead of us tomorrow. Different reasons, though. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, and, of course, at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Um, and follow PHNX Sports across all social media platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. Um, lots of great content on there. So Nicholas said, Y'all three are making this season enjoyable. Thank you so much, Nicholas. We appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers to everyone. And uh, have a good night. We'll get through this together. I hope you like my green screen. I'm actually a Tootsie's.